You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. Good afternoon and welcome to Hospitality Insights. My name is Sam Eric Rutman. I'm very happy to welcome you here. This is a show that we talk about hospitality and tourism and also restaurants and bars, anything that relates to hospitality. I have the opportunity to meet with industry leaders from around the world to for them to share what are the burning topics that are affecting their industry. But of course, as we know, we have had the, the tourism and hospitality has been devastated due to the, to the pandemic. But uh, whilst the vaccinations are being rolling out around the world, this also is promise of better things to come from people having more confidence and uh, planning their trips for their holidays. Here in the North, North Europe, already people are booking for not for the summer, because that's going to be mainly for domestic travel, but for uh, overseas travel and long haul travel, you will see that in the autumn and particularly for the winter season. And uh, so this is uh, shows that uh, many of the what we call the leisure destinations where people are going holidays are picking up on bookings and many of the tour operators that are offering these uh, tours are already uh, busy as ever. So based on the calls that I have made with industry leaders in this travel agency, they say that they are people are really booking actively, uh, taking a risk that they believe that uh, it will be safe for them to travel in, in the winter again. Now, in today's show, uh, first of all, I'd like to <clears throat> thank the uh, partnership that I have for this Hospitality Insights, uh, winning.training and also the Mediterranean Tourism Foundation, Malta Hotels and Restaurants Association, Visit Malta and Ministry of Tourism of Consumer Protection in, in Malta, who are also featuring us on, on their uh, Facebook page. And so the members in Malta uh, Hotels and Restaurants will have an opportunity to, to view our, our show. And I'm very happy to uh, discuss, have a, a discussion today with one of my special guests, who is who is from uh, Slovenia, and uh, it's a Rudy Medved, and uh, I had opportunity to discuss with Rudy and, and the team who are working on this very interesting uh, project called uh, Locals from Zero and Tourism from Zero, and I was curious what it all meant uh, meant, and uh, so uh, let me bring in uh, Rudy so we can start our discussion. Hi, hi, and uh, thank you for the invitation, and uh, hello to everyone who's watching. Uh, we are really happy to be here to discuss uh, tourism, hospitality with you. Yes, hello, Rudy, and uh, and a warm welcome. Uh, Rudy, who, who, who many people know already, but I thought I'd take the opportunity to give a brief introduction about Rudy. He's, the, as I mentioned, the team leader for Locals from Zero and a very active podcaster. So if you're listening to podcasts, definitely listen to the Tourism from Zero. And he's now actively involved at the 
Faculty of Tourism, the Studies Turistica in Slovenia at the, at the Smart Desk Project. Could you first of all share a little bit about yourself? Uh, what are your activities and uh, who, so people know a little bit more about Rudy? Yeah, uh, so like you mentioned, I come from Slovenia, uh, really from a small town called Trbolje. Uh, maybe some of you know it because it's the city of the highest chimney in Europe. Uh, it's been very famous uh, recently because Red Bull has uh, has made a video out of this chimney. Uh, so yeah, um, I come from here and I've basically, my last six years, I have, um, let's say, uh, been in the tourism industry uh, as a scholar, of course, I started as a bachelor in uh, on the Turistica faculty in Portorož, uh, then uh, went to the uh, master uh, program at the same faculty. Again, tourism, I have been really uh, working uh, in tourism since the first year of my faculty. Uh, it was very interesting for me, you know, coming to the to the coast uh, from, from inlands, you know, from Trbolje to Portorož. Uh, uh, and then, uh, of course, being able to work uh, everywhere, basically, in tourism, as it's a hospitality show. I have to say that I worked also in the five-star hotel called Bernardin, uh, Grand Hotel Bernardin. Uh, I worked there for three years, so I had uh, have really uh, amazing memories uh, from from the working in the hotel. It's uh, very exciting, uh, for a, especially for a young student, of course. Um, so yeah, that's in brief about me. I also am very active, uh, like in the most projects, in the community projects. Um, also a, a very active person. Uh, sports is uh, my big passion, and reading books. Yeah, that that's the two most uh, most important things uh, right now, like uh, hobby wise. Very good. Now, uh, what from those years or the time that you worked in in the industry? What was the the spark that uh, triggered you to stay in the industry? What fascinated you or what fascinates you with, uh, with tourism? Yeah, I think uh, I have, uh, I've been thinking about this uh, lately and I think it's basically that tourism is connected to everything. Uh, it's like when you work in tourism, you cannot see like this, uh, you have to be very wide. And uh, I think tourism is uh, such a wide uh, industry. Uh, you cannot be limited and that's okay with me. That's great with me because uh, I'm still, you know, um, finding what interesting interests me the most. So tourism is like you have, you can be uh, then active in many other fields, tourism, because it connects to everything. Uh, you can uh, uh, basically learn a lot of different things like uh, from culture, history, technology, uh, it's like, uh, I mean, it's a really broad field, so that's why I love it. Good. And no. it's never boring. <laughs> you are right. There's never a dull moment when you are in the industry. And uh, I mean, Slovenia has such a great uh, history as a uh, one of the uh, countries in the Central Europe that has a uh, uh, long, long, long history uh, of uh, uh, influences from different parts of the world. and and also uh, culturally, and it's considered to be one of the most sustainable uh, because tourism is not the, the, a major uh, major economic driver like it may be for certain certain countries. So you have able to keep the, the, what you're offering in a very uh, sustainable manner. manner. Uh, could you share a little bit about the, the approach and the attitude 
that uh, you have in Slovenia, Slovenia tourist tourism? Yeah, I'm really proud that we can call Slovenia like a first sustainable country. Uh, I mean, it, to me, it's amazing that uh, we are, because we are really a boutique country and we cannot do mass tourism. It's uh, even if you wanted to, it's not, um, it's not really, we couldn't sustain it for long. And so I think it's an ideal country for boutique, sustainable tourism. And because it's small, it's easy to uh, make some change, uh, make positive change and of course negative. But uh, recently, I think we had some really positive approaches by the Slovenian Tourism Board, uh, especially in, the, the, of course, the sustainability. I think uh, more and more stakeholders, even local, uh, st started to realize what sustainability really is. It's not just uh, the ecological part, but also the, the social and the economic sustainability. So I think that process is uh, really slowly um, going further. Um, and I think we've made really some big improvements. Uh, like Slovenia has been recognized really in all the global magazines as the most sustainable, most boutique country destinations like uh, Bohin, Bled, Ljubljana, Piran uh, have been really uh, the, the first point uh, of some tourists. And of course, we have many other things uh, to offer. And I think we are really uh, slowly getting to that, to the real boutiqueness, to the boutique destination. Yeah. Boutique I mean, sustainable. What I read was that uh, Condenast has... Uh, uh, Condenas travel is uh, that uh, Slovenia is the uh, one of the best destination for sustainable travel in 2021. But also the British British Guild of Travel Writers, which I'm quite familiar with, they have also uh, awarded uh, Slovenia for for this. So there is some, so you're getting a lot of recognition, and it's a buzzword. It's not the buzzword. Maybe that's the wrong word to call it. But uh, the people are appreciating sustainable efforts and uh, because our tourism is known to be for not being very sustainable it has been degrading the, the environment, environment and, and like and so a, on, so. a boutique approach to tourism meaning that's kind of very individual it has also some some challenges i'm sure that how to get those service providers that are they are masters in their artisan masters but they are not they are hidden hidden gems that you like to somehow bring to the surface and to give them some opportunity to showcase there. And also those people, the people who are traveling for this particular purpose who are enjoying experiencing new things in their life and they, they have heard about Slovenia. And somehow what attracted me of what you are doing is that you have this, they have, you have this uh, almost like a grassroots activity to uh, get reach those uh, small service providers and and help them out to get them uh, get them sort of well known so could you talk a little bit about this uh, uh, locals from zero for instance or how you how you like to approach this uh, this topic yeah uh, it's good that you men mentioned it uh, in Slovenia we have really a lot of uh, small boutique providers in Slovenia there are mostly rural areas. We do not have big cities. Uh, you know, the only big city is uh, Ljubljana, let's say, it's with 200,000 inhabitants, which is in European uh, measures, uh, not really a huge city. 
so uh, yeah, it's a really a rural destination. We have a lot of forest, countrysides, and of course, uh, in those uh, communities, in those uh, small cities, villages, we have a lot of passionate uh, small uh, providers. Uh, and of course, uh, those providers are often, uh, like we talked before, um, it's difficult to to somehow find them, uh, even for us, for for locals, you know, who even I, with uh, the the small city I live in, uh, I do not know every uh, local provider, or I'm getting slowly to to know them, uh, because uh, they're they're meant to be uh, hidden, because they are then they are authentic, you know, if they were to be found by everyone then they weren't uh, so interesting, authentic anymore. Uh, so it's good that it's uh, hard. And uh, that's the challenge we are working with, uh, with Locals from Zero, yes. Uh, because even before the pandemic in 2019, uh, through our study program uh, on, on our faculty, Studio Turistica, we have been visiting uh, like uh, good cases of uh, providers on, in uh, the whole Slovenia. We were on trips uh, many times doing, uh, we call them uh, studio dates, uh, would be a literate tran uh, translation. Uh, we go with students and we debate at some location, we visit providers, and we saw there are many really interesting local providers who are just not visible, you know, to the to the tourist when, when he comes. They're not the first thing that he sees or that he hears about. So it's very difficult to find them. Uh, like, if you right now came to Slovenia and wanted to uh, see the, those providers, you would have to ask someone, let's say me, and I will tell you, you know, it's uh, word, uh, word of mouth. Uh, it's not, uh, it's very difficult to find them online, especially online, of course. And uh, so, yeah, that's the reason we went to this project, to Locus from Zero, because we, uh, from the tourist side, we see that they really want the local authentic experiences. So to really visit and uh, see the, the life that these locals uh, live, uh, not the, the, just because it's staged for tourists, yeah. but really how they live, like uh, a lot of uh, farm chores or uh, yeah, mo mostly farm chores or some traditions that have been passed on to them hundreds of years ago and they are still uh, going uh, further with these traditions. But of course, because they are so remote and mostly they are not uh, digitally skilled, they are not present online and uh, you cannot find them. <laughs> and uh, really only the, the true locals who live there, they know them. And uh, that's the specialty of our, uh, let's say, uh, marketplace, uh, which is Locals from Zero and our supportive environment, because we have implemented a new layer called Scouts. Uh, scouts are the, the people from the local environments like me uh, who know their region, their cities, and then they find those providers and help them become visible online uh, on our marketplace, uh, Locals from Zero. Uh, so they help them uh, if it's uh, necessary with uh, translation of the, because the website is in English, uh, the, the translation of the copywriting, you know, the text to be visible, the promotional text, they have them with pictures. And so their product, their experience uh, becomes visible. Uh, we have uh, cases that um, this their experience has been visible for the first time online because they do not have a website, they do not have social media. Uh, so really we make it possible for them to be visible and, and also bookable online. Um, yeah, could you give current, examples yeah, of, sorry. for those who don't uh, fully familiar of the kind of 
service providers there are or what are activities that you can, if you're coming first time to, to Slovenia and uh, hook up with you guys, what are the things that uh, uh, you would have a chance to, to experience? Just some, some examples of uh, that you are, uh, that is part of your, uh, the scouts uh, or model and what uh, the scouts are uh, finding out of, for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I would mention like uh, a couple of uh, really uh, which come to mind. Uh, the the first we have a, a shoemaker in uh, let's say central part of Slovenia. Uh, he has been basically his grandfather uh, has started making shoes. You know, uh, let's say many years ago, and uh, he then picked up his, this tradition and wants to continue it. It's uh, making shoes uh, with only with hands. You know, handcrafted shoes very special shoes, very expensive shoes as well. <laughs> and uh, it's a process. I think he's the only one or there are only two people in Slovenia who are still making shoes this way. And uh, it, he shows you the process of making shoes. He, uh, we have been there, we have visited him because we want to visit all our providers. Uh, so we see what they're about. And uh, he just uh, basically, he shows you all the, uh, the process, you know, how he starts with measuring your foot and how he makes uh, the first, uh, you know, model, test model. And then uh, he really tells you all about this process and his passion. Uh, that's very important because our providers mostly have a passion for something and they share that passion with you. Uh, so that's one uh, amazing uh, case of a provider that we found that even, uh, well, most of us, uh, we are from Slovenia, but we didn't know about this process, uh, this person. And how do you then set up, um, and, uh, for instance, the cooperation with them, just uh, setting up some goals or what are the, uh, how do you go about to to uh, encourage them to get part of the, to, to join this and uh, and what is in, in there, in that for them and what is in there for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, uh, for them, firstly, like I mentioned, they, uh, it's the first time they most of them become visible and of course their experience becomes bookable online because okay maybe they have their presence on their website or the website of uh, dmo their dmo uh, but uh, most of these dmos or websites do not offer a booking uh, platform you know you can see the the experience but to book it you have to call that information center um, or uh, write them an email so what we are solving with this, uh, we are making a booking platform where you as a tourist can really book this instantly. And what is also added value because we have these uh, scouts I mentioned, scouts really help them with the whole process uh, because some of them also do not speak English. So scouts have to translate the texts, put them in like a more sexy form, if I may say, uh, that is uh, attractive online. Um, and of course, they care, they take care about the booking process. So the scouts are the connection between tourists and uh, the provider. So the provider really gets a, a helping hand, let's say. Uh, that's an added value for him. And for us, of course, uh, we have we really want to stay a platform only for boutique providers. So uh, each uh, boutique provider is very special to us. And uh, I think it's a really um, amazing added value to have only uh, those uh, special boutique providers. And uh, uh, how many um, scouts do you have? Uh, there must be all, all over Slovenia then, because there's many, many villages and many places. 
Yeah, uh, currently we have um, a little bit more than 40 oh. experiences uh, of, uh, let's say, uh, 20 something scouts. Uh, but of course, uh, we are every day we are uh, receiving uh, new, new, we are gaining new uh, scouts or new providers, uh, new people that really want to join us, want to join our cause because they see it as really positive. Uh, especially we have seen a big interest in uh, students of our faculty, students of tourism, especially, you know, because uh, last year during the pandemic, uh, most of them, even me, you know, uh, didn't get the opportunity to work anywhere because everything was closed, you know, tourism was closed. And when we started this initiative, suddenly uh, a lot of students just wanted to be a part of it. You know, they didn't uh, basically had, uh, they saw this as a way to be active uh, in tourism and also help their uh, local environment. Because all of us were, you know, as you know, at home, you know, in quarantine. <laughs> so we, uh, basically it was positive that we had to explore our uh, local environments. And then we saw how many hidden gems do we have and that we want to present them to the... No, this is a very public. excellent uh, concept that you have developed now. This is, uh, or is this all, where is it available? Only in Slovenia? Or are you also expanding this somehow, this cooperation with some other places? Yeah, currently we really want to set this up uh, in Slovenia and see uh, how this model uh, works on the field. Uh, because last year, you know, we were uh, really setting this up and then in autumn uh, COVID came again and we there again couldn't go to the field and but now this summer uh, we really want to launch because we are um, uh, how do you say we are making a new platform this one that you will see on our link is a beta version uh, shortly we will release the, the new version where uh, it will be but everything will be different and improved and then we plan to go live in Slovenia uh, we have had contacts with uh, the other countries like Croatia, Montenegro, Austria. Uh, but really, we want to uh, start our model first in Slovenia, like uh, scale small at the beginning. Uh, we really want to go like a lean startup. Uh, so then, of course, uh, we have been in contact with other countries that uh, we, we got confirmation from them that this model is also needed uh, everywhere. I mean, uh, in every country. Uh, yeah, I think um, it can be interesting for, for many countries. Uh, what is the website or where, uh, because I can put this on the screen, uh, where to find you, uh, I mean, the, the website, uh, where could they go? If who? It's uh, lo localsfromzero.org. Localsfromzero.org. Okay, we will put that... Uh, localsfromzero.org. So I will put this here on the screen. Yeah. No, not so no, here we can see it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, this is a beta version, our minimum viable product, uh, because we had to start somewhere. And then when we started with this beta version, uh, we got the confirmation from a lot of providers, tourism experts, that this uh, is really the right way. And, uh, because we last year we conducted more than 20 educational workshops uh, for local tourism destinations providers and uh, through them we really got the confirmation that uh, they need us like a supportive environment uh, a scout let's say 
to help them. So now we are building a new version of this platform that will be like uh, any other platform. You will be able to book everything online. Uh, it's really a, a special, uh, Very good. special platform. So um, <clears throat> thank you for that. And now we have also posted the Locals from Zero uh, website here on the screen for anyone and everyone who is in interested to learn more about this detail. Um, one of the things I would like to know that uh, uh, our world will be changing more in the next 10 years than in the previous 100 years. Uh, there was a prediction done by a, a futurist. Uh, his name is uh, Gert Leonard. Uh, what do you see the kind of change? What changes do you see is possibly happening uh, in the next 10 years, which is relating now to the activities you are involved in? Yeah, uh, good question. And uh, I have been just reading uh, the book uh, about uh, really uh, author Harari, who you maybe know. Uh, he's really writing about this, uh, such things. And so I'm thinking about this a lot right now. And um, yeah, I, I think I won't say anything new that the technology will really <laughs> uh, shape everything. And not like we've seen now, but I think it will be times, times five, times 10. Uh, how it will transform everything, uh, our lives. So, yeah, I'm basically, I'm, I think it will accelerate everything. Uh, how, how we live, how we think, how, how we do everything will be um, really determined by, by technology. Uh, I think uh, it will be a big problem to adapt to, to most people because even now some, like I said, our providers or not just local providers, even bigger companies, as you probably know, some hotels that are still resisting this digital uh, world, which for some it's positive because if you go the other way, then it's uh, maybe uh, also ca it can be a positive uh, force, uh, like a digital free detox. Uh, that will be also a big trend, I think, we'll, we will see in the next couple of years. Um, yeah, I think this, is, uh, so, yeah. this digital transformation will is affecting everyone and of course it could, because this is now ongoing and there are things that uh, we don't pay attention to and then when it happens uh, enough in front of us then after a moment we take it for granted how we can use a mobile device is a is a solution for us to find anything and everything we need and uh, particularly now the pandemic uh, somehow accelerated some technology uh, advancement which was was available but the hotels being uh, some has some resistance had no other choice and more importantly now when the customer is expecting uh, certain things uh, then they have no other choice than to to make sure it does not take away the the, the personal attention between uh, two persons or or something like that but i think uh, mm. one of the huge benefits is that uh, the data, how you can use the data to customize an experience, and particularly if you have a lot of data about what's going on in 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 Slovenia by the small service providers, that also gives an opportunity to customize an experience for someone who's. Uh, I want to get the best uh, honey uh, in Slovenia. I want to. Uh, experience the most beautiful waterfall or uh, there are so <laughs> certain things or medical herbs or or, or mm -hmm. special healthy teas you know so those are many those are things that people uh, want to they have they want to have also have a sustainable life and those are the things that people are asking for so 
but how to reach those people who specifically want to have one particular kind of mountain honey only works if you have all enough data available that you can reach those people. And that's where all this uh, artificial intelligence and all this seems to be a, a perfect tool for it. And it doesn't take, take over things. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we've been uh, really uh, talking a lot about in our team uh, with uh, on, on subjects like blockchain and NFTs, and uh, it's we're really uh, preparing also an event uh, as, as students of uh, the faculty will organize the future technologies in tourism, uh, blockchain, NFTs, and similar. Uh, how it can transform and how it can yes. be also beneficial for the tourism industry. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but um, I've just stumbled upon um, a project called Open Vino. It's from Argentina. It's a guy who is using blockchain uh, really to make his uh, winery, his uh, products, his wine open oh. for public. So it's a blockchain concept of uh, selling wine. Uh, you can post the link if you want. It's really uh, interesting and mind-blowing uh, what he's doing also for a couple of years now. It's not uh, a new thing. But uh, he's really innovative, I can see, and I think uh, this will go. Absolutely, further. I'd like to know more about this. I mean, I have, uh, <clears throat> I'm interested in in the in the blockchain and also the the potential uh, democratization of or smart contracts. And uh, uh, I have looked at it from from the hospitality point of view, where where you are uh, uh, even uh, financing of a hotel, you you can use the tokenization of fi finance a hotel, and there where you don't uh, you only buy maybe a portion of a hotel. You don't have to buy a minor equity or major equity, but just a, uh, if you want to buy a room or you want to buy a small share or you want to, or you have 25% of the hotel asset, but you only want to sell 10% is possible if you have uh, this technology. Mm -hmm. It's very slow at the moment, uh, the blockchain, uh, but I think that everything is accelerating yeah. uh, as we speak and uh, they are getting much better in in uh, how, how to handle the wasted heat that is coming from those computers to, <laughs> In fact, I read somewhere that there's somewhere where they are going to use this energy of the wasted energy heat to heat up some buildings also in the winter, in the summer in Finland. <laughs> so wow. so it, it, it happens wow. around us all the time. Now, yeah, yeah the next question is, uh, what does the four P's, people, planet, purpose and prosperity mean to you? <laughs> oh, okay. So the the, the 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 people I have to say um, I mean the people we I think we've seen now in the, the pandemic how how important it is uh, to to be connected with people um, and we have seen how it's possible also to be connected uh, like this uh, online it's not the same of course but uh, I think we have managed uh, like I, I can say in general uh, to to be connected and to. To, to stay uh, connected with people. And uh, also, if you talk about tourism, of course, people are the, the, the main... Uh, people are tourism. Tourism are people, so uh, we cannot go past that, even with all this technology. Uh, still, the people, when you come, go to someone and he explains his process, how he's doing something, uh, how he's passionate about something, uh, that's special and that's not uh, something that I think we, we can change in the near future. Very good. Planet. The, the other was, uh, planet, purpose planet. and prosperity. Planet. 
planet, um, we do not give enough uh, emphasis on our planet uh, to, to keep it uh, as it is, or even better, not, not just as it is. Uh, so I think uh, we will have to a bit reconsider uh, yes. our approach to the planet. And then purpose. Purpose, uh, meaning of life, purpose. Uh, be, being uh, being uh, happy, being uh, who you are. And, uh, yeah, I think good, that, that's good. the purpose. And how about the prosperity? Prosperity, uh, not, not just uh, wealth, not just uh, uh, physical, uh, but also to me it's prosperity like, uh, yeah, I think it's connected with purpose, uh, to, to find your purpose and not just... Uh, the, the financial prosperity yeah. type. Very good. Now, if you look back now to 2020, what has been your pers uh, biggest personal accomplishment uh, in your view? What, uh, what has been different than ever before? Uh, well, 2020 was very positive for me, actually, uh, because uh, when the pandemic started, we started this initiative. I connected with all these uh, people who think alike, uh, our team, and uh, that was really the, the most uh, positive thing, I think, uh, to, to connect to, to those like-minded people and to open some new doors. Very good. And then uh, finally, uh, what have you learned about yourself during the pandemic? Um, I like <laughs> yeah. reading books. It's very good. <laughs> Yeah, I really had time to, to, you know, to think about, to learn something new. And uh, I started listening to all these podcasts and even making my own podcast with the Tourism from Zero. Uh, so really just learning uh, because, you know, I have finished uh, the faculty, the master's. I mean, I'm writing my master's degree, but uh, the, the classes are finished. Uh, and then you suddenly have to learn yourself. You know, uh, you don't don't have the the college part anymore, the, the education system. But you have to find ways to study. I think uh, I don't have a problem with that because I really absorb uh, podcasts, books, uh, videos, uh, everything. So yeah, very good. Yeah, I think this uh, also this pandemic period has in many ways. Uh, in one way, we have got closer to many people, even though it has to be in 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 a in a virtual format, but uh, uh, I, mean, I found that I, I have been connecting with more people than ever before because there was no chance to meet uh, the person, uh, to travel and so on. So it, mm -hmm. uh, you take but the best, best out of Definitely. what you have at the moment, make the best out of it. Yeah, like we connected right now. I mean, uh, it, I don't think this would happen if uh, the, there wasn't this option, you know, uh, to, to be connected digitally. Uh, we would have to go or meet to yeah. Finland or you to Slovenia. Well, I think that Slovenia <laughs> is very attractive now. I, I, I've been catching up a little bit more about uh, all the beauty and 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 these are it's definitely you no know, a, a must must place, and it's not very far away from. From uh, if you're in Europe, you're, it's not very far from any anywhere. So it's uh, it's it's close enough. So and it, it gave me a good chance to kind of get to know you. And also, we are having a, another episode in in a week's time. We will continue our discussion about uh, uh, this very interesting interesting topic. 
so any any final words uh, what you have you want to share and maybe what what you have learned about yourself during the pandemic anything particular that uh, uh, that was uh, did you maybe didn't think about before Oh, yeah, uh, I've learned really a lot. I mean, I'm learning every day uh, when we are doing these projects, uh, when I'm talking uh, to these people. Uh, yeah, I've learned I can uh, I can do many things uh, if I just uh, I'm passionate enough. I think that's true for everyone. And I would uh, tell everyone to just uh, like uh, take every opportunity you have. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's the pandemic has been actually an opportunity for me and for us, I think, our team to to come together and do this uh, these projects that we are doing. That's that's very good. So it's very positive in that sense. Well, Rudy, thank you very much for uh, for this uh, time we have spent together, and uh, I, I definitely have learned a lot about uh, what you are doing. Thanks for joining us this week on the Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website, thesocialhoteliershow.blueberry.net where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.